What's up, everybody? Welcome to Growing Up, Not Growing Old. Mike Russo at Gungo Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. That song you just heard right there was from my man Ryan from the Green Ale Podcast. Um, I wanted to uh, play one of my favorite songs for him because he said he was uh, dipping his toe into the hardcore water, so to speak. So that was a song by the band Side by Side today. We're going to get Jimmy from Blast Furnace Productions on. He's got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. So we're going to get the show started right now. I'm going to give him a call. Just want to give a quick shout out to the guys over at Paint of Black Comics. Strong Island represent. Got to say what's up to the Lo-Fi Show. Um, Shane Gray Live. Um, Tension Deficit Order. You know, all my friends out there. You know, those those guys that I'm drawing a blank on right now. Uh, Big Papa Podcast. Um... Hold on, let's see if we get this guy on here. It's not ringing. Why can't I hear it ringing? Dumb shit. This fucking Skype is always a problem with this Skype. Let's see what we got. Yeah, now it's ringing. What's up, Mike? Jimmy! Welcome to the show, man. What's going down? Jimmy Ferrari, Blast First Productions. Thanks for doing the show once again, my man. How you doing today? Anytime. I'm doing good, man. I'm at work, but I'm all done for the night. Oh, good. So you're just kind of, uh, 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 I guess, milking the clock, so to speak? Yeah, a little bit. I ran around like an animal all day, so I made sure that I was done early so I can relax and do this and watch part of the Monday Night Football game. I appreciate that. Who's playing tonight? Uh, Actually, I think it's Cincinnati and 
somebody. I don't know. I didn't even put it on yet. You know what? I never. Uh, I've had you on the show like three times. Never talk sports. Who's your team? I'm a Jet fan. Oh no, really? Yeah. Why? What are you a Giant fan? No, I'm a Jets fan. But oh, oh, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's bad being a Jets fan. It's it's miserable. Dude, I hate that team. I hate the franchise. I hate the name. I hate the colors. But I'm so already Same involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's bad. It's 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 difficult being a Jets fan. But yeah, man. I'm not a bandwagon jumper. I was, I don't know, man. I was a fan since, I guess probably my father was was a Jets fan. And ever since I was a little kid and whenever I could, whenever I was able to understand football, I was watching the Jets. So it just stuck and I can't go back, you know? Yeah, that's exactly why I bought my son a giant shirt. Oh, but that's terrible. That's the way it's going to be because I do not want him going through all the shit that we've been through. Is he a Yankee fan? Yeah, yeah. Then he's he, all right. Then. then he's all right. He has balance. Yeah, because you know, and um, you know, I don't really watch baseball anymore. I kind of gave up on baseball. But that NY, you got to represent the Yankees, man. Come on. <laughs> of course, but at least if he's a Yankee fan and he's a Jets fan, you know, it's like the yin and the yang. You know, at least you know you have a winning team half the year, at least more than half the year. And then you're a little bit miserable during football time. But what you got to do, you have to get like a second, you know, like a second football team. If you're a Jets fan, you need like a backup. Yeah, you got to go like, I don't, I don't know. You can't go AFC, right? Yeah, you have to go. I'm an AFC guy, so I go, I go Jets, and then if you know, since the Jets are gonna shit the bed regardless, I, I, my next team would probably have to be the Baltimore Ravens. Right. So okay. So if, shit the bed if, this year too, so I'm fucked. So in week three, when the Jets are out of it, you could just go jump on another team and start taking a peek at them. Exactly. Also, I mean, I always root for the Jets, but you know, you need you need a second fucking a second team in the Jets. You know how I got into the Jets, and this is my theory, because my father and my brother are Giants people, like breaking my balls every time I see them, Giants people. Um, so I didn't get into football through them. I got into fucking the Jets because of stupid Flash Gordon. Flash what? Gordon was the quarterback for the Jets. The, the character. Was he? Yeah. That's how the fuck I got into the Jets. <laughs> I saw Flash Gordon once in my life and I was like seven years old. I don't remember it. There's no reason to watch it again. I know. I only remember a scene with like a big spider or something like that. Was there a big spider in the movie? I think there's a big spider in every movie. <laughs> there's always a spider somewhere. <laughs> Right. Yeah. With the sports thing also, Angela likes hockey, so she's getting them into the Rangers. Okay. So see, they have a bright future. Yeah. And what's what's what sucks is that I don't know why I can't get into hockey. Yeah. And I want to. I want to be able to love it and I want to be able to follow it. But I can't, I've tried so many times, I can't get into it. And I don't know what it is. That's one of those things that I think hockey is one of those things that you get into it two ways. One, you just grow up with it. And mm-hmm. two, the team that's around you all the time wins the cup. Like, let's say you're not into hockey, but all your friends are Bruins fans, but you never got into hockey. And then they win the cup one year, then you get into the Bruins the next year. I think that's one of two ways to get into hockey. If you're 42 and want to get into hockey, it ain't going to happen. Yeah it's, a little too, little, yeah, it's a little too late, I think. But with that said, I think 
someone who's not into hockey can watch playoff hockey because that is just off the hook, straight up action craziness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I just, I don't know. I, I don't watch playoff hockey either. <laughs> you still watching baseball? Very, very, very little. I, I, I think I it's watched tough, the the most. All right, check it out. The most baseball I watched at one consecutive time this whole year was when I'm going to say from like the eighth inning until the Mets lost the fucking World Series. The that game. game from the eighth. Yeah, <laughs> like from the eighth inning to the twelfth inning. That's the most baseball I watched all year in one consecutive sit down. And I had yeah. to because I wanted the Mets to lose so bad. All right, let me tell you how far out of baseball I am. Now, I'm a Yankees fan since day one. All right. Like, all right, I stopped watching baseball because I just have no emotion left to give that team. I mean, I was with them when they sucked in the 80s. Yep, I was, same here. I was with them when they won the World Series in the 90s. Um, I was there when they when they lost in 2001 to the Diamondbacks. Ah, uh, miserable. I yep. was there when they dropped four in a row to the Red Sox. I mean, yeah. I've been through it all with that fucking team. Yeah. So, I got nothing left to give that sport. So, when the Mets were in the World Series, I actually didn't want them to lose. I I'm did. Like, I'm at the point where it's like, I just want New York to win now. Uh, see, I see. I hear that, but it's just like, I'm like, you know what? It would just, it's just Met fan traffic. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I don't want, no, I, I don't want them to win. You know why? It's like out of spite, too, because in 09, you know that all the Mets fans were rooting for the fucking Phillies. So now it seems like it seems like if the Mets are all right, if the Yankees are in it, all the Mets fans still say that Yankees suck bullshit. But then the Mets are in it, and all the Mets fans are like, oh come on, it's a New York team, why not? It's uh, no, fuck but, the Mets. Well, here's the thing: ever since the 2000 World Series, the Mets fan can't say anything because it was all settled. But they do. They 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 like they like the baseball version of like, well, not as bad, but like. Eagles fans football. <laughs> it's like it's like they talk so much shit, but they only went to the Super Bowl once. But it, it, it's like, it, and they lost it. It, it it's, falls it's, it's, on deaf ears because they got nothing. They got nothing behind it, so it doesn't really matter in the end. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let them talk. Like you know, let them win one. Go ahead, have it. No, no, lose <laughs> it. I wanted it. To, I bro, I wanted it to go seven games and for the Mets to lose one nothing. In the seventh game. Oh, that's fucking evil. Yeah, it is, but so close, but so fucking far. Like, oh, just a bad taste in your mouth. Oh, that's what I wanted to happen. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. I was, yeah, I, that's when I was into baseball, man. That's how I was, but I'm so removed from it. I don't even, I could, yo, if I find a nice Mets hat, I'll actually wear a Mets hat. I can't. I can't. No that's way. how I don't far wear, removed. I don't wear orange, so I can't. <laughs> You're not down with the orange? Down with the orange, bro, no. Only certain colors I wear, and orange is not one. And that's why I, say, also, I agree with your Jets thing because I'm not really that big of a fan of green. Well, at least not the Jets green. If it's really dark, dark, dark green, fine. But like, nah. Army green is all right. Exactly. Do you know? This is gonna fucking annoy you even more if 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 you don't know the origin. Do you know the origin of the colors? What the green and white for the Jets? Yeah. Oh God! It's like some pretentious nonsense. What I is it? I don't even want to tell you because it's so. No, bad. you gotta tell me. No, you have to tell me. Right, let's terrible. Start... Well, everything else, everything about the Jets is terrible. Why would the origin of the colors be awesome? And the origin of, of the name as well. It's so what bad, it? dude. Of course it is. What is it? 
All right, Leon Hess bought the team, right? All right, that I know. Yes. All right, they were the Titans of New York when he bought the team. Yes, those were ugly colors too. Look, I like the blue and gold better. I like it better, but they're still ugly. All right, and so he changed the color to green to represent his gas stations. Oh, you know what? That makes complete sense, and it's terrible. And he called them the Jets because they played by LaGuardia. Yeah, you see, yeah, that completely made, yeah, that completely Dude, that's fucking awful. Yeah, it's bad. I have fucking douche chills running down my back <laughs> right now. It's like cringe-inducing. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Yeah, there's a lot of things I get embarrassed by saying and shit, yeah. So, I mean, uh, unfortunately, we're already in. There's no way out now. Yeah, but they're doing all right this year, you know. Yeah, but you know, you know, it's crazy. People give me shit, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a diehard Jets fan, but for some reason, I have a little bit of respect for the Patriots, dude. It's well, weird. How could you not? I mean, they've been on top for so fucking long. No, it's like, it's like, yo, it's like, I'm kind of like, it's a weird thing, but I'm a little bit grateful that like I'm alive to watch that fucking team. It's, it's weird. It's amazing. It's amazing what the fuck they're doing. And the year, it's like all that shit that went down with them last year. They're like, yo, fuck everybody. We're just going to murder everybody now. Yeah, it's like the and it was all that whole shit that deflate gate shit. It all got fucking thrown out of court. It didn't mean nothing. It didn't get suspended for shit. It's, so yeah, and it's it's just like all right. So you're gonna rattle the cage of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Why are you gonna do that? Now this is now what you just, get. Now, now they just now they're just playing with a crazy chip on their shoulder and they abuse everybody. And I'm so happy being a Jets fan. Even I'm so glad that they beat the Giants yesterday because the Giants are my most hated team. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying about the Patriots thing because that's the team you want your team to be. And that's why everyone hates them, but I have a respect for them. Like, yo, man, they're fucking great. Oh, yeah, but they're cheaters. They, every team fucking cheats and looking for a competitive edge. They just every get caught. Every team cheats, and everyone every team cheats. Just the Patriots has got a target on their back because they're on top of the fucking league. Exactly. And exactly. I love it that they're coming back and whipping everybody's ass from all those people trying to take them down. Yep, I love it. And I love Bill Belichick because he has the fucking personality of a fucking clipped toenail. And he, <laughs> and, and he gives the media zero. Dude, he's a fucking doorknob with a sweatshirt. Yes, and he's great. I, I love it about him. And he gives the media, the press, nothing. Yeah, we, we made plays. We stopped them. And we scored points. And we scored more points, and we won. That's it. That's it. It's like stating the obvious with no expression, nothing. It's the best. It's like it's, it's the perfect way to tell the media to go fuck yourself without telling them to go fuck themselves. That's why I love that guy. Yeah. So it's a weird thing being a Jets fan, having respect for the Patriots, but I I understand. Yeah. Well, you're one of the few. <laughs> yeah. No. I just I get shit for that all the time. How do you root for the Patriots? And uh, well, I'm like, you don't I really, don't... you don't really root for them. No, I really don't. But I root for them against the Giants. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, I would but, root. I would root for the Patriots against like the Vikings. Like you know, the purple people leaders. The fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't like all that shit either. Purple people leaders, even the black hole shit. All right, I, I was talking to your brother about this yesterday. Well, the day before, whatever. Yeah, yesterday. And it's like, all right, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, are, right. you, are you really sitting in the dog pound? Dog pound. Or a dog mask. I'm right. Oh, <laughs> I hate all that shit. 
Well, you want to talk about the black hole and their spikes and their pirate outfits? Uh, yeah, it's like, all right, the Road Warriors revisited and just, all right, enough. Enough. Do you still do that when your team is like 2-12? and 12? <laughs> They all do it. They all do it. And you know what? A lot of really good friends of mine are big Raiders fans and shit. But it's like enough. Uh, come on, man. It's a little bit cheesy. It's a little bouncy. Yeah. No, no, no. It's got to be like weird when you got that whole get up on and your team loses 54 to 2. Like yeah, <laughs> all bad. you did was get a safety. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I mean everyone's mm. got to have their thing, but I'm not do I don't I but can't. Why? But but you know you don't need your thing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I it's like the Seahawks here yeah, with the fucking with the 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 crowd the 13th man or whatever the fuck they call themselves cuz their stadium is so loud. Even the, the terrible towels. Oh, I mean, oh, oh don't I, even say that. Oh. How come everybody has to have like a shtick? Wait, wait, I got, one, I got one for you. You ready? Don't say the Atlanta Braves and the Tomahawk shit. No, the cheese heads. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Well, you, you get it? You get it because they're in Wisconsin and it's the, you get it? It's fucking so dumb. <laughs> you see what oh, you're that's doing? Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure if that tomahawk thing is gonna last with this political correctness. They'll probably get rid of that soon. Oh yeah, I don't even think they do. Do, do they even still do it? I don't even know. I know that in the '90s when they were playing the Yankees and shit, that that's the Atlanta Braves, the fucking tomahawk chop shit. Yeah, and then, they, it, got, then they got fucking beat. Yeah, yeah, yes they did. And then there's that whole thing because they were giving the NFL the fucking Washington Redskins shit because of the Redskins and all the whatever Native Americans even left. They didn't. They can give they two shit. Care. They they can give two shit. And Daniel Schneider's not going to change it. He he he's he's like, yo, this is the name of the team. It is what it is. That's it. That was like a fucking little flare up for a minute in the news. And now it's gone. Yeah, Slow political news. correctness is going too crazy. Did you notice that the the Cleveland Indians don't have that Indian guy anymore? Like, remember no. the Hats had that Indian guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just has a C. It's fucking gay. Yeah, that that Indian guy was pretty cool looking. I don't know. Yeah, he was like a cartoon Indian guy with a big smile and big teeth. Yeah. Well, maybe it was a caricature of somebody. I don't know. <laughs> but so, so, leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's uh, let's move it on from the sport. That was the fucking sports segment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A little, sp- <laughs> a little sports segment. Switch it up a little bit. Why not? Yeah. Uh, uh, you mentioned my brother. I want to give a big shout out to Anthony Russo and a breeder pot who tore it up this weekend at the uh, diabetes, a uh, uh, hardcore stomps out diabetes part three. Yep, at the Grand Victory. Which was a great show. Big shout out to all the bands that played. All the I only caught like three or four of them, but they all tore it up. Yeah, man. Every ba- every band that I, I I I think I missed the first band. I think I was just outside. I was there, but I was outside. But every band that played was fucking good, man. Every one of them. Yeah. It was a nice fucking turn, too, which was cool. I got to tell you what. I'm not even mad at uh, Dana Diablo and the hip-hop show. That I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. No, man. I, 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 like, I like a lot of his a lot of his stuff, bro. So, you know, he does, he has his own, you know, certain shows. He does certain things. You know, he'll do a, a Scarhead show. When, he, when he's just, like, fucking around, it's not really, like, a serious thing. You know, the, the, then it's a Scarhead show. Mm. You know? And then sometimes he'll do his hip-hop stuff. But then, like, bigger shows and when he takes it more serious, you know, when he takes it serious, it's, it's a Crown of Thorns show. And then he has his Wilding Incident, which is another fucking hardcore band that he has, which is fucking dope. I can't wait for them to release that. Yo, is that dude, like, the hardest working dude in hardcore? How many bands does he have? He's got a lot of shit, man. He's got a lot of shit. He mentioned he, another he, band. 
or like a hip hop group while he was up there with the other with those two other guys. Yeah, uh, FTD, yeah, fuck the world or some shit like that. Yeah, that he's doing a collaboration with them. He was a, he was in that band, even though I wish that they would put out another record. But it was him and Jamie Joss that had Ice Pick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great record. Violent Epiphany was a great record, and a lot of people slept on it. It was like a one and done record. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, so that was good. Um, so all around a great show. I couldn't believe that uh, Breed Apart went on at like a one forty five. That was crazy, and the fucking they still tore it up. The people were still dancing, going crazy. Yeah, man, they had a really good crowd reaction, and there was a lot of people still in the place. I, everybody thought that after Danny Diablo, or whatever, that it would be you know kind of empty because it, it is late. But you know what? It's a Saturday night, so that helped. If it was a Sunday, it would be, he'd, be, he'd be playing to the bartender. Plus, you see those two like Canadian guys come out of nowhere and start dancing around like maniacs? Yeah, out of nowhere. fucking guys? <laughs> oh, I did. Never saw them before in my life. They came out of like a beer commercial or something. It was weird. <laughs> two Canucks. Yeah, two Canucks. Yeah, it came out of fucking nowhere. But um, what uh, what sh- what you been into any uh? I mean, you go to shows all the time. I mean, I don't know how you do it. Um, I just do it. I can't help myself. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, plus I really can't, bro. I, I I really I honestly like like I see my daughter on the weekend, usually one of the days out of the weekend, and I'll switch it up. I'll see her on a Saturday or a Sunday if there's a show. Like I'll switch it up. I mean, she comes before anything, but mm. I go to shows and. You know, it, like like on December 3rd, you know, the Vinny Stigma's 60th birthday party. It's during the week, but I'm taking the fucking day off of work. I'm taking a fucking vacation day, and I'm going. Like, Yeah, I, plus you're in Brooklyn, so you're right in the heart of everything, too. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't care, and I don't care where it is. Like, I'll drive anywhere. I don't care. Yeah, I'll you go. went to that, uh, you, you might, you're thinking about going to the Hell Fest. That's a, see, all right, that would be insane. Like, that's a bucket list thing that I want to do. I want to go to an open air festival somewhere in Europe for like the three or four day festival that they do over there. And, you know, if the funds are right, you know, I could probably take my vacation around there because I usually take vacation in the summer. I mean, it's a little bit before school ends. It's, it's in like the first or second week of June, but I think I might be able to pull that off. And then I'll, uh, yeah, that would be pretty sick, bro. It's in France, though. Which you know, I mean, things will probably blow over, you know. But still, yeah. it's like I think it's like forty-five thousand people in an open fucking outside. Sick. And, yeah, sick, bro. Sick of it all. Walls of Jericho. Everyone from like, bro, Foreigner is playing it. Foreigner, what the fuck? It's like they Foreigner do that over there. Yeah, it's like Foreigner, Twisted Sister, fucking Deicide, Slayer, <laughs> Megadeth. Fucking Black Sabbath is the last band, the last night. So that would be insane. And hopefully, I mean, there's a few bands that I'm friends with a couple of the people in each band. There's like four, four or five bands that are playing over that weekend. So if I'm fucking flying all the way from New York all the way to fucking France, yeah. I need to get a fucking all-access laminate or something like that because that would be an insane thing where I could be standing on the stage with fucking Ozzy Osbourne, bro. Yeah, that's sick. At a, yeah. And it says on the flyer, it says Black Sabbath, and underneath it, it says The End. So I don't know if it's their last show ever, well, supposedly, or like their last touring run. I don't know. They but, uh they made some kind of announcement last week. I don't think they're making a new record. I think that's what that's what it was. Okay. So they might not be touring again in support of anything new. Maybe you know what? Tell you what, you know, look it up later because I'm not sure. But they definitely made an announcement like last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, I never saw them live, and to see them once, and especially, can you imagine if it was like their last show, and I'm standing on the stage in France watching Black Sabbath's last show, and yeah. that's fucking nuts. 
I heard that um they, they they added another day to that. It's like Winger and Cannibal Corpse are playing back to back. Is that true? I, 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 you know what? It wouldn't <laughs> fucking surprise me. Winger, Cannibal Corpse, Amon, Amarth, and fucking Rat. <laughs> fucking round and round, they close it out. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard um I heard an interview with Sick of It All, and the guy was and uh, 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 Lou was like, "Yeah, we went to a European festival." And we were on the on on the bill with sticks, and he said the European crowd loved everybody. That, yeah. that they're different over there. Like they they're so much. I think open more open minded than us. I think I don't think MTV fucked them up like it fucked up Americans. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's a different it's a different thing over there, man. Like over there, in, like in Europe, even like Japan and shit like that. It's crazy, man. Like like a small little hardcore band will go from from New York. We'll fucking put a hundred people tops in a club here in New York where they're from, but they'll go to Japan and play in front of fucking twenty five hundred people in a sold out fucking theater. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy over there. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, and I I really but, enjoy. I've only been to like two outdoor shows, and I really enjoyed both of them. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the early nineties, I, I went I went to a couple of Lollapaloozas, and I went to a couple of Woodstocks. But oh yeah, but, forgot about those. Yeah, all right. Yeah, actually, I only went to one. I went to Woodstock ninety nine. Where they started burning shit and fucking destroying shit on that last day. Oh, yeah, that was like the second of the return. Like, there was one in, like, what, 94 or something? Yeah, that was the one that saw goodies. I didn't go to that one, but I went to Lollapalooza in 93 and 94, and I went to Woodstock 99. I think I went to two Warp Tours. Those were all outdoor shit, so, yeah, I, yeah I've been to a couple. I, I forgot went, about those. I never went to a Warp Tour. I went to one. It was Sick of It All, Agnostic Front, Suicidal Tendencies. It was pretty good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and we broke the water tank. You know, when people come and fill up their cups of bottles of water from that yeah. big giant tank? Uh-huh. Yo, the line was so long for the water that me and my friend Jay went around the back and popped the valve, you know, to, to get water, and the whole fucking thing emptied. <laughs> we flooded out the whole fucking place. Oh, that sucks. That was great. <laughs> yeah, you're just making a mess. Yeah, no shit. Fuck you and your water. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, the water. I have a quick story. I have. Uh, I went to when I was at Woodstock '99. I was with my ex-girlfriend, and we went there for the four days that it was. And it was so hot out, and there was like a fire truck like off in the back. It was. At, it was at um. It was like an abandoned airport. So so it was like I'm out like on this concrete, and a fucking fire truck comes and just comes and just sprays the hose just to cool people off. It wasn't all muddy and shit. It was just something you know to cool off. Mm. And I emptied. I thought I emptied my pockets all the way. I gave all my stuff to my ex girl, and I jumped in the hose. It felt fucking awesome. And then I went in my pockets, and I had a big bag of ecstasy in my pocket, and it got fucking all wet. So it was just like it looked like a big bag of like fucking wet flour. Uh. So. Yeah, so it's like, so we're like, all right, well, we, you don't know how much you're going to be eating when you take off a piece of this pasty fucking shit. Oh, you uh, just kept like, it? Yeah, kept it. We ate it. Yeah. <laughs> we started licking, <laughs> licking the bag, gagging, because it tastes like fucking aspirins. Bro, it was disgusting, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a horror story. Anytime drugs get, like, ruined, it's a horror story. It's like, oh, man, I think we had, there was, like, probably, like, 12 e-pills in there. And it was just like, all right, well, now it's just all combined into one old fucking one moist lump. <laughs> so it's like, you don't know how much you're going to be eating when you take a piece off of it. So it was like, fuck, it's like taking bites off of this chunk of fuck. It was gross. I remember but, the yeah. fucking... <laughs> yeah, the but it worked. It still worked. Oh, it still worked? Well, there you go. It didn't yeah. fucking ruin it. No, not at all. It just made... Because yeah, probably, we probably were eating 
more than one each nibble we took. We're licking the bag and shit. Terrible. <laughs> hey, you do what you got to do when you're when you're young. That was you know twenty years ago or something. Oh my god, it's insane. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. uh, that was oh that was ninety nine, just under twenty. Yeah, fucking long time ago. But yeah. Yo, That's my little quick fucking reminiscing about Woodstock '99. The first time I did coke, right? Uh, it's me and two of my friends, and my the one guy brought the stuff over, and the one guy gave it to me, right? So yeah. I never did it before, but I knew what to do from watching TV and shit. But the guy who was giving it to me didn't tell me anything. He said, you know, do this and then do that. Okay, no big deal. So I, he cuts off a line. He, he there was like four lines on the mirror. I was gonna do one. This guy goes. This whatever. So I get on the thing and I took a big breath out. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> that shit spread, just blew away. Ah, <laughs> uh, rookie mistake. I always hated that shit, though. I mean, yeah, I've done it and shit, but I, I was never a big fan. Yo, you should have seen the look on their fucking face. <laughs> Pissed off. That shit just blew away. Ah, oh, miserable. Yeah, it was it was horrible. But, you know, lesson learned. Never did it again. Yeah. Well, you never blew out again. Yeah, I did, yeah I've done coke a million times since then, but I never fucking... I never did a big <sighs> sigh before I went in front of the <laughs> fucking thing. Good. Has, um... Has the, uh... Uh, the Blast Furnace Productions. I mean, I, I see the new flyer banging around. Round Is it three now? Jesus, that was fast. Yeah, well, dude, it, there's a lot going on, man. I'm fucking... I don't want to say... Well, I'm going to say it, but it's it's not going to really affect me. But I'm putting a lot of shit on my plate, man. There's a lot. Round, round three is set. Round four is set. I'm fucking... Uh, I'm working on a round... Five for January, Sorry. and then there's I'm working on around five for January, and then there's one possible show for the first couple of weeks of February, and then a definite show for the third week of February. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's there's a lot going on, man. That's fucking serious, but you know what though? You you said you were gonna do something, and you're fucking doing it like full yeah. full speed ahead. Yeah, man, it's a lot, man. It's a lot, but I, I love to do it, so I don't mind it. You know what I mean? I don't feel like it's a job. That's I just good. do it because I love to do it. You know, I mean, I have a full-time regular job between that, everything that life just fucking throws at you. You know, I go to the gym. I, you know, I have my daughter and, you know, just everything, and then plus all this stuff. I'm fucking busy, but I ain't complaining about it. I'm just saying, you know? I think the important thing is that, like, with this, with this hardcore thing of ours, it's like, after a while, you, you you only jump around so much. You usually what you do is you you you, you jump in a band, or right. you do something and to give back or to stay in the scene at an advanced age. Like for instance, my brother he's in a band now. He's on that side of the stage. You right. you're doing this thing where you're putting these shows together, which is really great for the hardcore community. I personally, as someone who loves going to the shows, appreciate what you're doing. And this is kind of like a natural progression, I think. Yeah, I think so because I because I think I'd mentioned this on a previous podcast. I don't know, but I was never in a band, and I, I mean, I've 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 sat behind a drum kit and tried to play. I have no coordination. I've tried to play guitar. My fingers don't bend that way. Mm. My fucking my finger. It was like, oh, pick up a bass. It's like a little bit easier because it's four strings. My fingers don't mm. bend that way. I don't know. 
So if I was ever in a band, I would be a singer. But then that's even too much time and having to rely on three or four other people and all yeah. that stuff. You know, that's crazy. So I'm like, you know what? Let me fucking, you know, and I think I said, I said this too. Like, it, it got thrown in my lap. So I was like, you know what? Let me fucking, you know, I'll grab the opportunity and see where it goes and fucking do it. It's going, boy. It's going. Yeah, man. A lot of people are like, yo, you're killing it with shows and blah, blah, blah. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? But, you know, I like to do it. So, you know, if I can help out a band that, you know, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just come down and fucking have a good time and check out bands. That's and the bands will recognize it because they always mention you, too, which is, 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 is big. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And, you know, like on a side note, like I don't do it just for... You know, yeah, a lot of people, you know, it shows, give me shout outs and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, I appreciate all that. But it's like, I'm not in it for like recognition or, you know, anything like that. I just like to put shows on and go to gigs. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no doubt. You know, and, and, and people are like, oh, you make any money off of it? I'm like, no, I don't make money. Hard- there's no money in hardcore. No, not like, at all. You know what I mean? It's like, there's a few bands. It's like, you know, sometimes. You know, I can't guarantee you this much money or whatever. I can give you this much. They're like, yo, man, if we wanted to be fucking rich playing music, we'd be in a fucking wedding band. We wouldn't be in a hardcore band. Right. You know what I mean? And so, so, I mean, a lot of people get it. A lot of people understand what the deal is. There's really no money in it, but it's a fun fucking outlet. So Yeah, there's, so. there's no money in podcasting. It's just something I picked up and I love to do. And, exactly. it's, you know, it's fun, man. It's, it's, another, it's another outlet. Yeah, it's an outlet, it's a little hobby, it's something you enjoy to do, and, and they ain't not wrong with that. That's good. It's all good. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man, definitely. But um, you do your own flyers, that the, the uh, online promotional shit? Everything. It's just I, me. Yeah, no shit. The last one was all rocky. No shit, that was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. But you know what, though? Because, all right, it sounds cheesy, but it's like, all right, it's round four, and I think, all right, yeah, all right no. well, the first one was just the first matinee. Round two was like, all right, uh, so I put Mike Tyson on it, you know, boxing. And then round three, actually the round three flyer is, it was, and I, and I completely photoshopped a lot of it out, but it was an, originally, it was the original flyer for the Hagler versus Hearns fight in 1987. Mm. So I kind of, it, it just looked too cheesy, so I just used the actual, like the, like the templates, like how they had shit set up, and I just used that. And then round four is the Rocky Four shit because there's Ivan Drago and shit. So round four, Rocky, Rocky Four, and all that shit. So that was that. And I'm gonna do round five, and then I'm gonna be done with the rounds. Oh, you going five and out? Okay. Five, yeah, five rounds. That's it because it's a it's a, a right already with the rounds. <laughs> I thought round you were gonna four, go three and out. No, I thought so too. But then I was like, yeah, hey, you know what? I'll do I'll do round five, and that's it. One full, one full UFC fight is five rounds, <laughs> so that's it. Oh Jesus Christ! Ronda Rousey got knocked out that night of that show. Bro, I'm very upset about that. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it, man. She got fucking hit, and then she got kicked in the side of the neck and jaw bad. Yeah, she uh, went down hard. Yeah. Oh, but there's already a rematch in the mix, and and it would be it, yeah. The second one's going to be interesting because now she knows what she's up against, and it's going to be a good fight, I think. Well, Ronda was never a big on the boxing anyway. Yeah, she got fucking worked over, man. She lost that first round and got knocked out a little, little bit less than a minute into the second. She got fucking outfought from beginning to end. Well, you know it was bound to happen, so you know. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Round three is set. Yeah, round three is uh coming up next Saturday. This Saturday coming up. Uh, next Saturday will be November twenty first. Where is it at? 
Uh, lucky thirteen once again. But uh, it's actually it's not the it's the first uh, it's first show that's not a matinee. I was gonna do it on the twenty second on the Sunday as a matinee, but I found out that H two O is doing uh, a matinee at Santos Party House in the city. So I'm like I'm not gonna compete with that. I don't want to compete with that. You know what I mean? I might actually go to see that. Yeah. So. I'm not going to do a matinee on the same day that H2O is playing with a new record out and shit like that. That's just nonsense. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's a, that's the smart move. Yeah. Yeah. So so I so I made it for for, for the night before, and it's it's uh yeah the twenty first five o'clock doors. It's going to be like a night show. So yeah, it'll be dope. All right. I so who, who you got? Who's on this on this lineup? All right. Open it up is a band. I think you know the guys. Uh, the the band Outlive Death. Oh yeah, my man Paulie Hardcore, man. Yeah, great band, great band. Check them out. Outlive Death on Bandcamp. Yeah, they're gonna set it off. And then there's a band called there's a band called Mad Diesel, who I saw play Lucky Thirteen, and uh, they're like a brutal, heavy, like they they're really fucking heavy hardcore, like beat down mm. power. It's crazy. And yeah, they're sick bass. Like they wear fucking crazy. It sounds cheesy. Like they have like a shtick going on, but they have like fucking, but like they fucking play with like fucking ski masks and shit on and they're fucking really brutal, bro. And I don't understand why they're called Mad Diesel. I, I don't get it. I don't know. I it's guess like a whole... it's part of their whole shtick. <laughs> yeah, the shtick. Uh, that's the word of the night. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, heard so... they, I heard they're a real good band though. I've been seeing a lot about them. Yeah, man, they're fucking, they're pretty crazy. Um, probably one of the heaviest bands that I've had on any show so far. Guaranteed the heaviest band. So, uh, Mad Diesel, and then you got a band called Down Low, who's been around forever. They've been around since, like, 1993. Um, yeah, I know them, yep. Yeah, old school hardcore sound, you know, they've been around forever. So, Down Low is playing. And then one of my newer favorite fucking New Jersey hardcore bands who played the Grand Victory this last uh, Saturday was uh, is uh, Full Scale Riot is playing again for me. Yeah, great band, great guys. Yep. Yeah, man. Full scale riot. And then I got Homicidal, also from Jersey. Great guys, and they've been around forever. Brian's a really good dude. And Homicidal, I love that fucking band. And I don't they don't play a lot. So so they'll be playing. And then once again, Reason Enough is playing. Great band. I see them for the first time at um the Lucky Thirteen and at, at your uh your thing, and they were a great band. Great dudes as well. Yeah, and and then uh and then the first show. <laughs> it's the return of the first show in 11 years. It's the return of Lethal Aggression is headlining. Don't know Which, them. You don't know them. Lethal no. Aggression has been around. I think their first demo came out in like 1984. Are they a New Lethal, York band? I never even heard of them. New York and New Jersey. Lethal Aggression. Bro, Lethal Aggression used to talk. They're very, they're, um, they're like a hardcore punky thrash band like. There's like a mixture in there. Mm. And they used to tour back in the day. They used to tour with like fucking Exodus and shit like that. They were like a fucking really big band. And they broke up for a while and they did a few shows here and there. And they're back after 11 years. Oh, that's pretty so, cool then. That's big. All right. Yeah, man. It's fucking, it's going to be crazy. People like lethal aggression. I was like, yeah, man. So, and the, the, the singer hit me up. They were like, yo, hit me up. Hashtag lethal aggression. I didn't even know the guy. So I hit him up and I was like, yo, you guys want to play? He's like, fuck yeah, blah, blah, blah. So it was, that was easy. Nice. He hit me up. Yeah, man. So every a lot of people are talking about it. So, And plus, I think it's a Saturday night, so I think it's going to be an awesome turnout. Oh, it's good. completely different Saturday night, you know what I mean, than a Sunday you know, matinee. But 
I got some shit up my sleeve for Sunday matinees coming up. So. Yeah, plus, you know, s- you know, Saturday night, you might even get some people in there by accident. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. People so, going yeah. in there just fucking because they're in the neighborhood and they're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? But you got their money already, so they're in. It is. Yeah. So Saturday, November 21st at Lucky 13, 5 o'clock doors, first band on at 530. And uh, yeah, it should go until about 1130 midnight, something like that. Nice. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm uh I'm looking forward to it. And then uh once that's done, focus on promoting round four. And then once I get a uh, you know, a few confirmations that I'm waiting on, then uh, I will announce the show for Saturday, February twentieth, which will be huge. Alright, good. You're gonna come back here, right? Fucking stop promoting that shit. I'll come on here and fucking promote all of them. I don't care. Absolutely. Uh, that's good shit, man. I'd like to have you on, that's why too. And um, that's at the Lucky 13 Saloon, November, Saturday, November 21st. Yep. Doors open five. at 5. Well, actually, the place will be open. I mean, the place the place opens at, like, noon. So you can come yeah. whenever the fuck you want. Come early, five, start 30. drinking. There you go. Fuck it. There's going to be go-go girls all over the place. It's going to be packed. Oh, I also have to mention that at this show, my I have already I have mentioned, uh, mentioned him on your podcast before. But my boy John, who owns Smut Life, he's going to be there and he's going to be giving away a whole shitload of free porn. You know that guy, man? Yeah, I oh, know. Oh, dude, they got time. some good stuff. Yes, yeah, it's my boy John from Smut Life. Yeah, I know him for a long time. We did, a, we did several things together. So I brought him in. And he's just, you know, free giveaways and shit. And he'll be selling merch and stuff like that. And he's a really good dude. So is he going to be selling any apparel? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be selling apparel and he's going to have a whole bunch of free shit and giveaways and shit like that. Yeah, hey, man. You guys want to be there for that because, I mean, come for the music, but fucking stick around for some of that apparel because Smart Life got some good shit. Yeah. Smart Life has some good shit. And there's going to be go-go dances and he's going to have a bunch of free filth. Free. Yeah, so hashtag free filth. There you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I, glad I remember that. That just popped in my head. So yeah, yeah that, that's huge, man. Huge. Yes, and you know, check out, you know, stick around. You know, get go go girls. I mean, the walls are littered with horror memorabilia. You got hardcore. You got your drink. If you're a drinker, you have your drinking. You got free shit. I mean, why wouldn't you go? Is the question. That, and it's only ten bucks. Ten bucks for all that. Yeah. Ten bucks. You yeah. got go go girls. You got good music. You got good people. You got beer. You got free shit. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's yeah. Like, yeah. What I don't do know. you need, man? What do you want exactly? What do you want? Want <laughs> for me? You want my keys to my fucking house too? <laughs> All right, awesome, man. Do you mind if I uh, just switch the gears for a second? Hey, go right ahead. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna actually just take like a three minute break. I gotta grab I gotta take a piss and grab some water. You'll be there be like three minutes, alright? I'll be here. Alright, two se- I mean smoke them if you got them, I guess. Man, I'll be here. Alright. It's the growing up, not growing old podcast. Alright, we're back. Just took a quick piss break. Uh here with uh Jimmy Ferrari. Right here. Alright, as you know that me and Angela do a uh, show called The Fright Cast, all about horror movies and shit. You're a horror movie guy yourself, is that correct? Yes, sir, I am. 
And you went to what? The, is it what is it? The Chiller Expo or Chiller yeah. Theater? What is it? It was. I think it's. You could call it either or. It's the Chiller Expo, Chiller Theater Expo. I don't fucking know. It was at a hotel. I don't remember what hotel, but it was in Parsippany, New Jersey. They're mostly always in Jersey for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was pretty fucking cool. It was the first. It was the first horror convention I ever went to. How was so, it? Uh, it was fucking great, man. It was great. I I, I, w- I would have stayed longer if I wasn't with certain people. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Nah, nah. We're not gonna that. get into that, but. But yeah, it was it was fucking awesome, man. And uh, I mentioned him before on a few podcasts. My boy Mike, the singer for uh, the Last Stand, he he told me, I don't know, probably about a month before the the convention. Cause he knows that I'm a big Madman fan, so he called me up. He's like, "Yo, man, there's a Madman reunion at Chiller." So I, right off the bat, I was in, and I had no idea who else was going to be there. Then I went to the website, and I saw there was a whole shitload of people that I wanted to see, including so I, saxophone I, guy from Lost Boys. <laughs> no, I found that out like three days before, and that's like my homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the saxophone guy from the Lost Boys was like my boy. Yeah, man, he was he was fucking awesome. I was laughing really? all day. I was laughing throughout that convention just thinking about that guy. That's fucking yeah. hilarious. No, it was so funny, bro. I went up to his table, and I'm like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And he said some cheesy shit, bro. Oh wait, I was like, what? Did he say uh, we still believe? I still believe, or whatever? No, oh, no, but he autographed his picture and he wrote that on there. <laughs> of course he did. That's the only thing he says. It's the greatest thing ever, right? So I went over to him. I'm like, "What's going on, man?" He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I was wearing like kind of like a like a kind of like a big t-shirt, right? Because I don't like my shit all tight, so yeah. I had a little bit loose. And he looks at me and he goes, "He goes, I have a feeling that underneath that big t-shirt, you're hiding a bunch of buff." Oh <laughs> God, he didn't say that. Come on, I man. Swear to God, I started laughing, bro. I'm like, "What?" He's like. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I can take a picture with you because you, you might you might look a little better than me in the picture. A bunch of buff. Oh, <laughs> what a fucking cornball. Bro, it was so corny but so fucking funny at the same time. I was like, this guy just fucking said that to me, and it was hysterical. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you mind if I get a picture? He's like, yeah, sure. And he's taking a couple of pictures, and then he's like, and then I'm like, all right, thanks. And he's like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Then he grabs his saxophone and starts posing with his saxophone near me. Oh, Bro, that's funny. Wanted- Pictures. It was so funny, bro. And he was. I. Sh- I kicked myself in the ass. I took a picture of it, but I should have bought it. If I ever see. If I ever go to a, con- a convention and he's there, I have to buy one. He was selling because in the Lost Boys, he was all like oiled up and shit, yeah. right? So he was selling body oil, right? Oh my but god. It, yeah, talk about capitalizing on a twenty-second cameo in a movie, bro. And he brought the sex. He had the fucking sacks. He oh. had the same fucking necklace that he was wearing in the movie. The chain was, or whatever? The chain link? And, yes, right? Oh. He had the same shit. But but the body oil, it was called, instead of sexy body oil, it was called sexy body oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew you were going there and I still wasn't prepared. <laughs> Bro, it was fucking awesome. I'm like, this guy is a clown. And and he and then like an hour and a half later, I'm walking through the place 
And he's walking out of the room because they're all in like separate rooms. Certain people all spread out in separate rooms. So I'm walking past the room that he's in after I met him. And he walks out and he sees me. He's like, hey, how you doing, man? Like he's talking to me again. I'm like, yo, he's like my homeboy. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't get over the oil. Back, oh. Yeah. Saxy body oil, bro. Why wouldn't it be saxy? <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were going to say saxy, and I still couldn't have been prepared for it. <laughs> oh, bro, fucking phenomenal. Like, this guy is fucking nuts. Yo, he's got to be old now, too, right? He's definitely, yeah, he's not all fucking diesel and all fucking juiced up like he was in the nah, movie. There's no way. He's probably all deflated now. He had the same hairdo, the fucking little ponytail in the Let back. Let go. No, he's fucking holding on for dear life to that thing. He could still be sax guy without the ponytail. Just bring the sax and bring the oil. No, and bring the oil. You and have to have the oil. And the chain. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He was awesome though, bro. It was it was it was just fucking hysterical. He was there just like he was like my comedy relief for the, for the whole fucking night, man. He did was you, funny. Did you happen to check the price of the saxy oil? I think it was like ten bucks. Oh Jesus. I should have got one, man. I just to have just it, like, for a goof. Fucking... Yeah, exactly. So next time, next time I fucking go to a convention, I hope he's there, and I will definitely buy one. And I'll take another picture with him. <laughs> it's all buff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I think under that big T-shirt, you're hiding a lot of buff. He said a lot of <sighs> buff, dude. <laughs> Borderline gay. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It was just fucking hysterical. It was like uncomfortable but hysterical at the same Dude, time. Dude, I'm uncomfortable. I'm gonna take my sweatshirt off because I'm getting all hot. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was great. All right. So what? What else goes on over there? All right. Um. Well, the main reason why I went was was to meet Paul Ellers, who's Madman Mars. Mm-hmm. And uh, yo, like I he, I was looking all of it. I made a beeline just to try to find his table first, and I finally found it. And yo, man, he couldn't have been cooler. Like, I'm like, hey, what's going on, Paul? He's like, hey, how you doing? And he shook my hand and well, blah, 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 and he signed the picture for me and I bought a shirt. And we were just we just started bullshitting and, and he asked me like when the first and he actually asked me like when the first time I saw the movie was. And I was like, actually it was the first movie that I ever saw in the movie theater. And I was six years old in Canarsie in Brooklyn, and I was alone and I saw Madman. And there was two other there was two other people at the time that was sitting behind the tables, two other co-stars, well, actually, the writer of the movie, mm. and, and there was a co-star, Harriet... Tubman. Uh, no, not Tubman. <laughs> underground rap shit. <laughs> no, it was Harriet... Uh, her last name has escaped me, but her, she played... Her name was Stacy in the movie, and it was the first time that she ever did a convention, and she was a sweetheart. Mm. So, all like, like, holy shit, like, you were six years old when the movie did? I was like, yeah. So... So they were really fucking cool. Paul was a real madman. Was a fucking great guy, and it was like I didn't like. I was kind of like hesitant. Like actually, yeah, I, wa I wanted to go see him and meet him, but I was really hoping that he wasn't going to be a dick. Yeah, you that's the I mean? last thing you want is these guys that that you kind of admire for what they do, or they made some kind of impact in your life, or whatever it may be. You just don't want them to be dicks. Right, yeah, and, and, and he was, I couldn't fucking, I, I can't say anything bad about the guy, man. He was fucking awesome. Harriet Bass, by the way. Yes, correct. And and I was fucking, bro, I had like this fucking stupid shitty grin on my face meeting that guy. I don't know why, but 
Yeah, man. I was really fucking I felt like I was a little kid fucking meeting that guy. I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm actually meeting Madman Mars right now. It's so cheesy, but it was so awesome at the I same time. Yeah, I saw the picture. He was actually like did a pose and everything. So he seemed yeah, like a cool dude. And, yeah, he was fucking cool as shit, man. He was really fucking cool. So he autographed the pick. You know, he had like an 8x10, a few different 8x10s to choose from. So he fucking autographed one. And I bought a Madman shirt, which oh, I only really? wear. Yeah, man, it was like there was like four different Madman shirts, so I bought a shirt and yeah, I was bullshitting with them for a while. Took a few pictures with them and stuff, but yeah, man, I would love to get a fucking Madman shirt. Yeah, yeah, what, they what's on it? Yeah. Um, it's a they, there was three different ones. There was one that that he didn't have my size, and it was uh, it was just fucking it was just like, kind of like a blood splatter of like a silhouette of Madman, kind of like the, the DVD cover. Right. But I, I have a different rendition of the front of the DVD cover on my shirt. And then there was one which I wouldn't wear it because it's not my style, but they mm. were really expensive. They were like like 60 bucks per. And it was the only reason why is because it's like this special shit. It's like an all over print. And it's just like red and black of like the silhouette of trees with Madman. And it was all over the place. Definitely not my style. But there was that shirt too. That's on the. Uh, I have that on Blu-ray. That's on like you know like the little Blu-ray books. Yeah. Um. That's like on the back end of the Blu-ray book. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, but it's red and black, and it's that all over the entire shirt from like the fucking collar. It's too much. You know, like, it's way too much. Way too busy, and not yeah. my thing. Not a big red guy. Either. It's just too much going on. Busy. Cheesy, a little too cheesy. Yeah, I feel like a shirt like that should say like Kotor on it or something. Yeah, affliction shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then who else did I meet there? There was a couple of wrestlers there. Um, you ever get into wrestling? <laughs> when I was like, when I was a little kid, yeah, like the yeah, golden sure. era shit. You know, the golden era stuff. So I met fucking Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, he's great, bro. You know who he looks like now? He looks like Ann Ramsey, bro. <laughs> He looks like Ann Ramsey from the Goonies and fucking Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah, Bro, I he, about, yeah. And he was like a, he's like a crotchety fucking curmudgeon of a fucking man, fucking Greg Valentine. Like I walked over to him, like, I'm like, "What's up, Greg?" Shakes my hand, like just kind of nods, "What's up?" Like a little grunt. I'm like, yo, Why don't you go you, home. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, yo, you, you mind if you autograph a you know picture for 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 me? <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm like, how much? Twenty? He looks at me because he was a. He- I don't know if he was playing it up because he was a heel and wrestling, but I was like, yeah. How much? Twenty bucks? He's like, he just looks at me. He's like, yeah, I guess twenty will be good. Ugh. I- yeah, and he signed it, and then I'm like, yo, let me get a picture with you. And he kind of looked at me like with his face, and he's like, I usually charge extra, but I think it's all right. And he yeah. gave me, yeah. You know, I don't know if he was being a dick. He probably was. But he took the picture and he was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. He sounds like an old man. Yeah, he was an old man. He's an old drunk guy. But yeah, it was him. Ricky Steamboat was there. Wow, I didn't know. Really? Yeah, bro. Ricky Steamboat actually like like held up, bro. Like he's still he's still in shape. He looks like Ricky Steamboat did back in the day, but with white hair. But he's still in fucking great shape and shit like that. He that, was there. Leapin Lanny Poffo was there. That's because um, you know, Steamboat was probably all natural. Yeah, probably. Like a and lot of the, these guys. The, like, the, same thing with yeah. Valentine. He was just like he was. He wasn't like going muscular. He was just a like a big yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they were there. Um, who else did I meet? I met uh, PJ Souls from the original Halloween. Awesome. Yeah, she was fuck. She was a fucking sweetheart, bro. She was cool. 
She was cool as hell. And she thought, and she said that I was cute, so I like her a little bit even more now. Nice. That's always a good thing. Yeah, she had like a CBGB shirt on and shit like that. I'm like, oh, nice shirt. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, you mind if I take a picture with you? She's like, absolutely. She's like, of course, you're cute. I'll take a picture with you. I'm like, oh, boy. And now she's like, yeah, after I tell you you're cute, how about a shirt? How about a signed picture? How about this? No, but I, I, got a, I got a picture signed from her. You know, all, all the pictures were, were, were like, everybody was charging 20 bucks for, for, for a signed 8 by 10 which is reasonable, whatever. You know, they're yeah, making money. Yeah. But then... I mean, that's uh, why they're there, really. Yeah, but then you have Linda Blair. What? What? What's you saying, Linda Blair? Like, it's a bad thing. What happened with Linda Blair? The Blair's a cunt. What? Yo, yeah, I had heard from a few people that she was kind of nasty, like, she, whatever. But I'm standing waiting on line because there's a big line for Linda Blair. And I turn around. And there's Lou from Sick of It All, right? And he's online hanging out with bullshitting as the line is going. Oh, like, cool. yeah, yeah, Lou's a fucking great guy. And he's like a comic book nerd and a horror guy too. So yeah. so I saw him. I was bullshitting with him for a little while. So I finally, I'm getting a little bit closer to get to Linda Blair. And I look and I'm just watching her like just to see. Because I had already met fucking Madman. I already met all these other people. And everyone was so fucking cool. You know, I had like a good feeling about this whole thing. And I'm just watching her, and she's taking a picture with somebody. She's, like, not even smiling, nothing. And then, like, she'll sit back down, like, behind her table and, like, kind of, like, rolling her eyes a little uh. bit. Like, it's down at the floor. Like, completely not into it. At least at least be phony. You know what I mean? Do something. Do and your then I job. Looked, Act. And then I looked, and, like, she had her price list. And she wanted 50 bucks for an autographed picture. And she wanted 20 bucks to take a picture with her with your own phone. Mm, uh, an attitude like that, I got right. Bro, I got, I got off the line. I'm yeah, like, there's no up. way. Just because of her attitude, I wouldn't even give her $5. Like, nah, your, your attitude is shitty. Yeah, so fuck this, her. The person with the biggest line is the biggest fucking cunt. Yeah. Fucking yeah, it was just, it was like fucking yeah, whatever. There was a whole bunch of other cool people though. I mean, I didn't meet everybody because there's lines for everyone, but like Ralph Macchio was there. <laughs> That's so strange at a at a horror thing. What the hell is he doing there? Is he like in a new horror show or something? No, oh, it was like, it was a quote unquote outsiders reunion, but obviously Patrick Swayze wasn't there. But uh, well, but it was fucking Charlie. I mean, Emilio Estevez ain't gonna show up for that. No, oh, no, but it was C. Thomas Howell and Ralph Macchio. Pony Boy and fucking Johnny. Um, Matt Dillon ain't showing up for that shit. <laughs> Matt Dillon ain't showing up. You know who else was there? Paul Savino. Fucking Paulie from Goodfellas was there. That's Michael cool. Rook. Michael Rooker was there. Oh, he's great. From, yeah, he was, you know, and behind him, it wasn't even like anything walking. I'm sure he had pictures of the walking dead and shit, but it was basically for Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer because he played Henry, Henry Lee Lucas in that yeah, movie. Yeah, that movie's got a hell of a following, man. Yeah, so I've he was there. It. Um, there was like some Playboy, washed up Playboy centerfolds there. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. But it was awesome though because you would go and there would be like two creeps in the whole room. You know what I mean? Like there's people who have huge lines and there's like these washed up like Playboy centerfolds. Like what are you even doing? Yeah, for here? no reason, right? Reason, Bro, and there was, there was a couple like I kind of felt bad and I didn't want to make eye contact. But like there was like, remember that fuck? Well, I don't even remember it, but I know of it. Like that, that old school show Hee Haw. <laughs> oh no! Someone was from Hee Haw was there. 
it was like the ladies of hee haw, bro. It's like uh, four eighty-year-old women with nobody online for them, bro. I, felt I feel really bad, bad now. Yeah, but like I would walk and I wouldn't even want to make eye contact because if I made eye contact, I would have to go over because yeah. I just feel too bad. Yeah, Petticoat Junction. I don't even there was people there from that. I don't know. Yeah, I know Petticoat Junction. That's like from the sixties. Yeah, so there was a few tables like that. Iron Zeering from 90210 and Sharknado was Shark, there. Yeah, he's got that Sharknado thing, yeah. He was there. It was, I mean, it was it was pretty funny. And and the people that I wanted to meet, every single one of them was cool. And I almost met Linda Blair, but I said, fuck her. Can I ask you, it, was Virgil there? <laughs> no, Vir, no, Virgil was not there. Because Virgil is notorious for showing up at everything even when he's not invited he'll set up a table in the parking lot really no <laughs> no he wasn't there and he's got game too like he'll talk a motherfucker into like spending all this fucking money at his table oh shit keep Yo, an eye Adam, out for virgil <laughs> the, the, the original batman show that was a batman reunion like adam west batman he was there oh burt ward and all those guys yeah, all them guys were there. They had like the original Batmobile, Bat motorcycle thing, and Bat boat outside. The car is cool. I like yeah, the car. The I don't. I mean, yeah, I didn't was, like that show, but that car was pretty cool. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was stupid. And they're all they're pretty much all dead, really. I mean, I think Cat. Oh, uh, oh. excuse me. Catwoman just died. I think. Were you about to throw up? Yeah, I think. So. I think so. <laughs> I just fucking verped. Oh. <laughs> or Catgirl, Batwoman, Catgirl. I don't know. One of them just died. Batwoman? Batgirl, I uh, think. Batgirl? I don't even know. Yeah, some There was some internet... De- you know what's funny? In this day and age, like, every fucking... When she died, my whole Instagram feed was flooded with pictures of Batgirl, and I don't even remember who the fuck she is. Nah, I have no idea. Nah, I don't know. No Just like fucking when Gunnar Hansen died, every fucking picture was of Leatherface. I mean, all right, that's, I understand he was that guy, but come on now. Every fucking... Every fucking picture was of Gunnar Hansen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I ju- I jumped all over Chilla because I don't know if I'm gonna ever gonna meet Madman, so I jumped on it. But you know what? You know what's crazy is that there's only a few people that I actually really want to meet. You know what I mean? Madman, Paul Ellers is is one person. I wanted to meet Linda Blair just because. Come on, she's the Exorcist girl. I'm not gonna meet her because she was in Savage Streets. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> you know, and she looked pretty good on the cover though. Yeah, she did. And she, you know, she aged all right. She's she's like a weird hue to her teeth, though. Yeah, she does. She did age all right. She just looks. She still looks like Reagan. It's weird. Yeah, she does. It's a little odd. It's strange. So I want. I wanted to meet her. I I want to meet the, the the hitchhiker from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would definitely if 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 he was there, uh, he, I would have met Gunnar Hansen. I would have. He's got to be dead. That guy. The original hitchhiker. He wasn't an actor. He was like a real dude that just picked him off the streets. <laughs> No, he wasn't. Whack job. He was I, an actor. I know, but that's like how good he was. Yeah, I know. That's how he's awesome. And, I, and the only other person that I would really want to meet, and I found out because of the podcast that I listened to because of you, but I won't mention any names. Um, <laughs> just out of spite. Yeah. Um, uh, but I found out that Ted White, who plays Jason in the final chapter. This year is his last year of ever doing conventions, and the last one he's ever going to do, it's somewhere in fucking Ohio, and he's never doing a convention again. Why and Ohio? Only, is that like his hometown or something? 
I have no idea, but it's like Hellhound or some shit it's called. It's somewhere in Ohio, and that's the last time that Ted White, Jason from the final chapter, will ever do a convention. And he's the only person from any Friday 13th that I would actually enjoy meeting. Shitty. Yeah, he was good, man. He's probably him and the guy who was in the Jason from part three and him are my two favorites. Yeah. It wasn't the well, same. I, he didn't do both of them, did he? No, no. Okay. No. And he was in like a million things. Like him and Betsy Palmer, the mother from the original one, have like extensive. Like you check out their IMDBs. They fucking they were in a million things. What was his name? Ted White? Ted White. Yeah. Ted he White was, doubled for John Wayne. Yes, and he was yeah yes, and he was yeah he was talking about that when I, I heard found that it. from that podcast. <laughs> yes, yep, yeah, we heard the same thing. Yeah. That podcast. How the fuck are you gonna fucking? You know what they did? They read your email. Didn't let me let me just bring you a little inside the podcasting world. We always shout out each other's shows. We always support each other's shows because uh-huh. we're all we got. Right. So and I put, I I made sure I put your I put the I put uh, both both ways the Gungo pockets and the growing up not growing old pockets mm. like two or three times in that email just and, to kind of drive the point home, you know. And, and for and, them and, to read a listener email and not acknowledge the source of it is just yeah, so it's so like it has like an elitist kind of feel to it, and I don't like that shit. Exactly. And one of the guys on that because you told me that you heard them read the email. And I don't know if you remember catching it, but I fucking sure as shit caught it. But he was like, "Yeah, well, this email is from Jimmy Ferrari." Yeah. And then they were like, and then they were like, it was like a snicker and a pause. And he was like, "If that's his real name." Yeah, I caught that. As a matter of fact, uh, that was the I next. I right back like asshole. It is all right. That was Jerk. the next thing I was gonna say. Was the fucking if that's his real name? Yeah. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking elitist cunts. You can't yeah. take that shit. Yeah. Well, speaking of Friday Thirteenth, I finally saw the reboot again. Okay, tell us talk about that because it was on TV the other day. I've been wanting to watch it. I didn't stick with it because it was regular TV. I just kind of turned it off after a while. No, don't watch it on regular TV. Nah. I thought like because we had this discussion before, and I hardly remembered. I, I, there was like one little piece of it that I remembered when I rewatched it. It was it was kind of like I was watching it for the first time all over again, and. Right. And I put out all of the other movies out of my head because it's supposed to be a standalone movie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard not to fucking think about it and, and, and compare and shit. But I put all that shit out of my mind and I watched it for what it was. And I thought it was fucking awesome. It was awesome. Right. Okay. I thought, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was very well done. Um, yeah, obviously it's kind of campy. It's the same. I mean, it's a Friday Thirteenth movie, so you're gonna have you know the bunch of kids, blah blah blah, and you're gonna have the killings and all that shit. I mean, it is what it is. But there was a lot of things in the movie that I appreciated because they paid tribute to the first. I'm gonna first say the four, first. I think. Yeah, the first three, definitely, possibly a couple of little, a little things thrown in there from the final chapter. But there was a lot of cool things in there, like like in in like the mine, like that underground shit that he had in the reboot. It's like he's chasing. So there was a scene. I don't remember exactly what scene, but if you look like in the background and all that shit, you look and there's certain things from other movies in that, mm. like 
Like in part two, the guy in the wheelchair who gets the machete to the face and then thrown down the stairs. Like there's that wheelchair is like up against the wall in there. Because in that movie, in the reboot, he's bringing shit back from his kills and all the shit. He's bringing everything back to that mind chair. Right. So like that wheelchair is in there. They pay tribute to the barn in the third and in part three because there's a red barn in that movie. There's there's a lot of little things. That's the first two things that pop in my head. But there was several things that they kind of like brought it back to the originals, which was I thought was pretty cool because, I mean, somebody, I don't remember exactly who, but there's somebody who was affiliated with the original who, you know, had something to do with the reboot. So It might have been Cunningham. So, yeah. I think it was Sean Cunningham. Because I think Cunningham actually owns the name Friday the 13th. Right. And you know, you know, the last couple were Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X. Right. So you know, you know, you know that there's another one coming out, right? I heard they, I heard this and that about it, but I heard it was like going to be found footage, and then it wasn't, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I know that it's coming out. I think it's coming out in like the beginning of like 2017, I think. Yeah. What's the word on that? Do I know what's going on with that yet? I don't. Know. I'll do a little bit of research, and maybe the next podcast we can touch on it. But I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, I, don't know. I think they need to just do like almost like a Marvel Universe type of thing. Start mm-hmm. a whole new fucking continuity. You know, start fresh, go deeper into it. I think the reason why I don't remember the reboot that much is because I think I was so disappointed with it because I think they blew an opportunity to get deeper into the character. Right. And I think they should do that with the... They should reboot the franchise with sequels in mind. There you go. Yeah. Like the, the only thing, the only thing I really didn't like. Well, there's there's two sides to that coin. I like the fact that in the reboot and the beginning he had, it wasn't really like it was like a burlap sack wrapped around his head, kind of like paying tribute to part two, right? Yeah. And then he winds up getting the hockey mask in the reboot also. But I don't like the way he found the hockey mask. I think I think that in the originals when he kills Shelly in part three and he gets the hockey mask from him. I like that better. Can you like, um, find, refresh my memory? The, he finds what how he gets the hockey mask in the reboot. Yeah, he just finds it in a barn. Oh That's yeah, it. he just finds it and he looks at it and he puts that on after his after his thing gets like ripped off of his face. I think. Check this out. I think like, I personally like the sack on his head from part two. I think it's pretty yeah. like sick. Yeah. Let's say you do a new Jason movie, right? Whatever they do, they do. Well, he has the sack on his head. Whatever part he takes over from the mother, whatever it is, I don't know. But the last scene is him putting the mask on. I think that would be cool. That would really get you excited for the sequel. Even though you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But, like, really, like, flesh it out. Stretch it out. Give fucking Mrs. Voorhees her own story, you know? Yeah, yeah. The whole backstory on, on like, even, like, touch on... Yeah, even touch on like something like where Jay, where's Jason's father, shit like that. What happened with that? Why is Pamela Voorhees fucking crazy? Right. Because there has to be issues. You know, it can't just be because yeah. Jason died. There's other shit that goes along with that. And then, how about there's like a little, little, little kid being the fucking mongoloid or whatever the fuck he was, like that kind of shit. Because you know she has to be stressed out dealing with that. Oh, so yeah. there's got to be a lot of other shit. You know, so there's a lot of shit that you could delve into back, you know, ba- into a backstory that's really not even documented. It's just all speculation, like to, with horror, you know, with Friday 13th nerds like us. You know, shit's just speculated. 
You know, yeah, there's nothing and- in any movie that really signifies or, or just symbolizes anything or, or just goes back to any kind of roots. You can walk. flesh out Mrs. Voorhees' story, right? Dedicate. You can. I don't even think you're not gonna lose the Friday Thirteenth people. I'll tell you that right off the bat. If you make a whole story with her, no, absolutely not. That would be fucking great. Now the studio wouldn't do that because there's no Jason. They say you, you, they're not gonna let that happen. There's no way. But I would love a fucking full flesh. I keep saying fleshed out like an asshole. Yeah. I would love fleshed f- out. Stick. Yeah, man. Fucking. I would love a full Pamela Voorhees story. You know what I'm saying? I would love that. And then a sequel. Maybe, maybe you know, she, she uh, at the end, she gets beheaded and then Jason sees it and then part two comes on or whatever it is. But I would really like that. And I, I think you, you heard, if you if you heard the, the, the one about Ted White, you probably heard the podcast before that saying that, who was it, Sean Cunningham? Um, was it Sean Cunningham? Yeah, and he said that he never saw any any Friday Thirteenth after the first one because in the first one, Jason's dead. That's it. And then when they made part two, they made it that oh, Jason legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night, and that was never so. It was supposed to be a one movie. That's it. Here it is, and that's it. And Jason is dead at the, in the first one. Yeah, that's it. There's, Jason's not alive. The killer is Mrs. Voorhees, and that's it. End of movie. And then they picked up, and then they, they did a sequel because well, it did so well, and then they just threw that, and then there you go. There's well, that little the scene at the end with Jason coming out of the water was an afterthought. Like, that it was wasn't a dream even, sequence. That was Savini's idea, right? Yeah, it was a dream sequence. And they, they, were, they were paying tribute to, I think, something, something at the end of Carrie. That's basically like he stole that from like a fucking, he borrowed that idea from some shit at the end of Carrie. But I don't remember because I haven't seen Carrie since I was a little kid. Yeah, sure. But even that wasn't supposed to be anything. It was just like a little afterthought. Hey, let's do this. This will be cool. Exactly. And and, then it was basically what it was, was a dream sequence. Because in the hospital, when she's in the hospital, they're like, well, what about the boy? And then the guy, the the sheriff is like, we didn't find any boy. Yeah. Yeah. This bitch is crazy. Yeah, this bitch is crazy. There was nothing there. <laughs> a fucking little boy. Shit. Yeah, you're mine. You fucking you're snapping out, kid. And when Mrs. Voorhees comes out of the water at the end of which one? Part three, was it? Three. Three. Another she, dream sequence. Yeah. She looked great. That was sick looking. Yeah. Yeah, she looked great. She had like the same gray sweater on and shit. That sweater mm-hmm. is infamous. What's it? Is. Like I can yeah. spot that fucking sweater. You know you know what else is a infamous sweater? <laughs> uh you are you familiar with uh John Coppins does the thing? I haven't seen it in a long time, bro. There's so I, a guy so. in that movie who wears like almost like the same sweater, and it's it just that for some reason it just sticks in my head right there. I, I think I think I know what you're talking about, though. I I, I, I could I think I picture it. It's a little, a little vague, but yeah, I think <laughs> I know so what you're strange. talking about. Like the weird little things that stick in your head. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. So so, bro, wa- try to watch um the reboot not on regular TV. Just watch it. Good. Yeah, I'll definitely get back to you on that, and I'll, I'll, I'll report back to you as soon as I watch it. I gotta catch it on cable. I, I, it's not on Netflix or anywhere. It's not streaming anywhere. I tell you what is on um, Amazon right now is uh, the uh, Camp Crystal Lake Memories documentary. You know, you I read never the book. 
Yes, I read the book. I have the book, and I have the book tattooed on the back of my left kid. <laughs> Did you hear that? Is she cursing me out? No, she's playing Call of Duty, and she got killed. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yeah. All righty. But yeah, that's um. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I had the book. I read the book. It was. It's a great fucking book, man. It's like mad pictures and shit. Just cool behind the scenes stuff, and it's very, very, very detailed. But no, I didn't see the movie, and I wanted. I saw the documentary. It was like three DVDs. It was a. Uh, his name was Jason. Oh, I think I heard of that. Yeah. I have it somewhere, but I've seen that. But I saw it a long time ago. But I heard that Crystal Lake Memories is much better. And yeah, more I think they go way in depth. I think there was a doc, a Nightmare on Elm Street documentary that was like four hours long because they go deep into each fucking movie. So I think it's probably uh, going to be like that. Only go deep into the first one. Yeah, I turned it off after that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you need to know. It's just a waste of time after you never get that time back. Yeah, once they started that's talking that. about part two, I was like, I don't really care. No, no, not at all. Just tell me about the first <laughs> one and be done with it. So you, you said what? Crystal Lake Memories is streaming on what? It's um, it's available for rent on whatever kind of VOD you got. Amazon, Xbox, PlayStation, you know, any of those things. It might be on cable watch. too. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know what? Later on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check and see if it's on demand. Yeah, you gotta rent it though. That's the only thing. I don't give a fuck. I want to see it. I don't well, care. here's the thing though. If you rent it, it's a fucking like a four-hour movie. You might not be able to finish it before the rentals up. Nah, fuck that. I'll, I'll, I'll finish it. I'll sit there. I'll sit there in one shot and watch the damn thing. Yeah, you're, you're a Friday Thirteenth fucking fanatic. Yeah, that's my shit, man. Hell yeah. I'll sit there. I'll fucking critique that shit. And yeah, without a doubt. Maybe I'll learn something that I don't already know about the shit. Nah, so. I don't think so. Nah. Well, but, well, maybe like, uh, like towards the end though, because like you know, Jason goes to hell. I'm right. I don't know. Oh, it's so fucking bad. And that movie has its defenders too. I know, I know. It's terrible. I, a lot of people, a lot of people defend Jason X. I, I I've know. never even looked at that. You never seen it? Never wanted to even look at it. It's fucking Uber Jason. Ugh. Oh, don't say that, what are you, oh, dude. That's like the third time you gave me the douche chills just in this I know, last did you hour. Me I said it and I just went, ugh, yeah, because ugh. that's what people call him in that. Ugh. It's what terrible, people? right? Who are these people? <laughs> I don't know. They're assholes. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, I yeah, never even I wanted to watch that. For real. One too. I gave you Deuce Chills in one of the last podcasts when I was talking about Tsunami Fest and it was the Pantera cover band. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Pantera? <laughs> yes. You get it? Because they're P Pantera cover see, band from Pennsylvania? You see? Because we're from Pennsylvania and we love Pantera. See what we did there? See? You get yes. It? You see the play on words we did because we're fucking clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. That's exactly the mindset, too. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so wrap up uh, Chiller. What else? Uh, that's, that's that it for the Chiller Expo? Or yeah, what? pretty much, man. Um, Yeah, but I, I'll definitely – I think it's every year. And, and, and that's like – bro, like, like the last year I've been going and doing certain things that now it's going to have to be like an annual fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, I went to This Is Hardcore for the first time. That's going to be an annual thing. I went to Tsunami Fest. That's now it's going to be an annual thing. Mm. Chiller Fest. Now I got to go every year. So, yeah. yeah. It's good shit, man. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah, man. Like I said, it was, it was overall, it was a fucking great experience. If you're big into, like, if you're like a collector of anything, like posters and just 
knickknacks and action figures and shit. There's fucking everything there. It's it's fucking good. Bro, if I had fucking five grand in my pocket, I could spend five grand in there. Bro, I spent like $30 on fucking magnets for your refrigerator, bro. Wow. They're probably fucking cool, though. Bro, like a fucking, I spit on your grave magnet and fucking. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, bro. I could have spent fucking $300 on coffee mugs, bro. Yo, did they have any posters there? Yeah, they had a lot of fucking posters. I All love posters. Shit, bro. Yeah, man. There was a lot of cool shit there, man. Dude, my a brother lot. will tell you, our room was covered with movie posters. Yeah, yeah, mine too. When I was a little kid and I was living in Rockaway, yeah, my room was fucking covered. And I had, it was the same year, I, I believe it had to have been, but I had um, the Friday 13th Part 6 Jason Lives poster. That shit was right above my bed. I got it right from the movie theater. Was that the one like, with I, the tombstone or the mask? No, the tombstone and the mask is behind the tombstone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I used to go to the movie theater. This was back when you could do this shit, when they had the posters in the front. And I would go in there and ask them, yo, you have any posters like, you know, that you're about to get rid of or about to hang? You have any extras? And they were like, yeah, man. So I would go there and they would just have like rolled up posters in huge boxes. And I found... Fucking that Friday Thirteenth poster. Oh, that awesome! Yeah, man, it was right behind my headboard. Yeah, nine years old. Yeah, that's Jason's beautiful, man. Yeah, we had all that shit too. Fucking horror movies I've never even seen. It's yeah, great. Fangoria magazines everywhere. Oh, I love um, Fangoria. I used to fucking love that shit. Yeah, man, me too. I'm an asshole. I fucking sold all of them several years ago, and I kicked myself. Yeah, they're probably huge collectors' items now. Yeah, man. Yeah, the first one's worth a lot of money. I have to ask my friend Mike about that. He probably has all that shit. Oh, you know what? When we get off, you got to give me his information so I can reach out to him on Instagram or Twitter or wherever the fuck he's at because I want to try to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. You, you can find him on Facebook, you know. You know what? It's, oh, it's that's, oh it's, that's right. I forgot. The funny thing about that is I'm not on Facebook, so that's the funny I know, thing. I know. It's so crazy. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I, I think me and your brother are gonna collaborate, and we're gonna fucking make a fucking Gungo podcast fan page, and we'll fucking moderate it. There's no way you'll be able to keep up with that shit. <laughs> yeah, there is, bro. I fucking link everything, bro. I have so much shit going on. What's, what's another thing? I don't care. Yeah, you know, got so much shit going on. The last thing you need is another fucking page to look after. You know, I have a lot of pages. I'm fucking, bro. I'm an admin on the fucking Reason Enough page. I'm a, I'm fucking. Ugh. You got a lot going on. What's the reason? Uh, what is the reason enough on Facebook? Yeah, band. Yeah. Yeah, reason enough on Facebook. Check them out. It's a great band. And uh, you know what? Before we get out of here, plug the uh, upcoming show one more time. All right, bro. It's uh, Blast Furnace Productions. Obviously, it's uh, Saturday, November twenty first. This coming Saturday, five o'clock doors. Um, round round three. It's Outlive Death, Mad Diesel, Down Low, Full Scale Riot. Homicidal, Reason Enough, and the first show in 11 years, The Return of Lethal Aggression. Ten bucks, and and uh, and my boy from Smut Life will be there giving away free fucking free giveaways and merch and all kinds of shit, and he's going to have all, all kinds of shit there. Ten bucks, go-go dances, drink specials, and all that shit. So it'll be awesome. Friday, 5 o'clock. And where can people find you on social media? On Facebook, at uh, at Blast Furnace Productions, and the same thing on Instagram, at Blast Furnace Productions. And that show, by the way, is at Lucky 13 Saloon, 644 Sackett Street, Brooklyn.
All right, awesome, Jimmy. Thanks for doing the show, man. I appreciate it. It's a Monday night. It's late, so I really appreciate that, man. Sounds good plan, brother. No problem. Anytime. Yeah, and then I stay on the line so you can give me a mic. Oh, wait, hold on. You got a uh, song you want to take us out with? Sure. Um, the song is called Tear You Apart by Homicidal. All right, sounds good, man. So end the show with te- te- Tear You Apart? Tear You Apart, Homicidal. All right, great. Thanks. Problem. Sticking with a sun and stick it with a sun, don't shine it, cut the bang, I'm lost